0: Happy Thursday, everybody. This is Pastor Mike Matthews, and we are on episode 34 of the L4J podcast. Thursdays, we are going through the book of Philippians, and I am titling this study, The Fighter's Guide to Joy, because joy in the Lord is is supernaturally one, it is a battle we need to fight in Christ. Joy in the Lord does not happen in the natural mind or, or in our flesh. It happens as we focus more and more on the Lord Jesus Christ and as we grow closer to Him. The text that we are going to cover today is Philippians chapter two, twelve through 18. This is going to be important because uh, verse 12 is often twisted to make people believe that you can lose your salvation or you have to work for your salvation. But hopefully, after today, you can have confidence in what this text really is saying. And understand that when you are in Christ, you are in him forever. You and I cannot jump out of the hands of God. You are not strong enough or more powerful enough to lose your salvation. You did nothing to earn it. You can't do anything to to lose it. It is a gift given to you. And it was paid for by the blood of Jesus. If you could lose your salvation, then that would make the blood of the Son of God voided. And we know that his last words was, it is finished. So, let's dig in. Because the whole purpose of this section of Scripture It is tied to the previous section, which is talking about church unity, about being humble in mind, having the mind of Christ. I just want to remind you of verse 5. In your relationship with one another, have this same mindset as Christ. Okay? And here's what Paul writes about Jesus in this and this Him in the Bible, it says in verse 6, who being in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, He made Himself nothing, being by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and become. To the glory of God the Father. Alright. I want you to pay attention here. Cause right after that, Paul writes the word therefore. Right there, that word, the word therefore, is going to connect what we are about to read with the previous section of scripture. Remember, 2 1 through 11 is talking about church unity in the Philippine church. So let's read verse 12, and I'll explain. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. So as the concept of church unity is continuing with Paul's thoughts, verse twelve is talking about the the church and the group of Christians to work together to work together to stay faithful to Christ. A, a better rendering of this is is would be um, to work out from your salvation. Salvation is your starting point in Christ. And now, you need to continue together with like-minded Christians for discipleship. As a, as a united church, you need to be united with other solid Christians to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And look, you and I don't do this good work in us. Verse 13. For it is God who works in you to will and and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. God's purpose for you is that you would do good works proving that he is working in your life. That you know him. Alright. I'm not going to camp out on this for too long. Because because I'll lose you, and you'll start to question, well, what does that verse really mean? I just told you what it means. It is church unity continued for the mutual discipleship and glorification of Christ. And God the Father will work in you this good work. Alright, so 14 through, through 18... Is about abdication of this thought. Verse fourteen: Do everything without grumbling or arguing. A church that is grumbling or arguing all the time is not a church. It's divided. It's discord. It is uh, seeds of discord. So remember, Paul is talking to the whole church here. But even if I am on the day of Christ that I uh, but even if I am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith, I am glad and rejoice with all of you so you you should be glad and rejoice with me. So Paul here he, he is saying, even if I am about to die for for the gospel, I can go to my death with joy because you are being mature in your faith. You are running the race of faith. I didn't waste my time on you because you are maturing as children of God. You are shining like like, stars in the dark sky. And 21st century Christians, we who are listening to this, most of us, are American Christians. Our culture, it's clarity off the rails. Our culture uh, is finding identity in everything but Christ. You know, as a pastor... I pray that the people that I pastor, the Christians that I discipled, when I'm in heaven and I'm looking back through my ministry with the Lord, I pray that I can rejoice knowing that God used my platform, whether it's podcast or preaching or teaching, and, and it helped the body of Christ be mature Christians who do not grumble or argue, but we die to self. We need more Christians who understand that we are not here for our own um, pleasure. We are here for the glory of Christ. We are not here to live in wealth and health. None of that is bad. God doesn't have any problem with wealthy Christians. They can use their wealth for the the glory of God. God heals all the time. However, we are not here to live a comfortable life. We are here to advance the kingdom of God. And many churches in America right now are grumbling and complaining about what's going on in our country. And the thing is, if the Christian church in America is forced to go so-called underground, the gospel will not be defeated. I believe we should always fight for uh, religious freedom in our nation. We should use our American citizenship to advance the gospel But even if, even if the circumstances of our day try forcing us offline, try forcing us off Facebook or Instagram, we will not be silent. We We will face everything and we will do the work of evangelism and proclaiming the gospel and teaching the gospel Without grumbling and arguing. We will, we will do it with joy. No matter what comes. No matter what comes our way. We will fight for joy. And we will work out our salvation together. That is, we will continue together as a united body of Christ. For the joy of serving Him. The joy of knowing Him and the joy of making Him known. Listen, saints. You and I get joy as we proclaim and know Jesus Christ. We help each other our joy grow in Jesus. If you, if you read the, the um, new devotional I started called Wrestling With God, I talked about how to address someone, another believer, um, who may be in sin. How we go to them one-on-one, and the whole goal in pointing out someone's sin is to bring them closer to Jesus, to grow their joy in the Lord, so that you and I can taste and see that the Lord is good. We are called to help each other carry burdens, and that is including our battle with sin, to the foot of the cross. To die to these things and to live to, to God through the power and resurrection Of Jesus Christ. It's all about joy in the Lord. You'll hear me in these episodes refer to John Piper's quote, God is most glorified in you when you are most satisfied in him. That is true. I am giving you permission to seek pleasure and joy in the Lord. Seek pleasure and joy in the Lord. You, we, are desi- we are designed to seek pleasure. And that, And I'm telling you, pleasure in Christ is the greatest pleasure that you will ever experience. Seek Him. Be in the Word of God. Feast on the Bible. The Bible will grow your joy in Jesus Christ. If you are a Christian, and the only time you open your Bible is one day a week on Sundays, you are, you are living on fumes. Scripture is the kindling that flames are fire for the things of Christ. You and I need to be in the Word of God every single day. Because our hearts are prone to wonder, to try getting joy in lesser things. So, is joy is is joy in the Lord better than um, sex? Yes. Is joy in the Lord better than uh, job titles? Yes. Is joy in the Lord better than being healed? Yes. But you need to understand that all these things are. One in Christ, this type of joy, I mean, is one in Christ. It's a supernatural joy that you are given as you lean into the Lord more and more. You and I have the Holy Spirit in us, He will give, He will help us to grow and rejoice in the Lord. We are commanded to rejoice in the Lord, we are commanded. To not look at our circumstances, but to look at Christ. We I am going to go. Of course, I'm going to go into more in depth into chapter four when we get there. But I want to read. I want to end today's section, uh, with Philippians four, chapter. Philippians 4, we're going to start with verse 10 because this ties into the thought of what we are talking about in chapter 2. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever my circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. All right. So we have all heard uh, we have all heard verse 13 taken out of context by so many people. You and I can learn contentment in every situation by having contentment in Christ. So saint, that means No matter what circumstances you are in right now, whether they are good or bad, Christ is your contentment. Say that today. Christ is my contentment. And if that is, and if you learn that, you can truly understand verse 13. You can face anything because the Lord is your strength. Psalm 18.1 says, I love you, Lord, my strength. If you are in a season of singleness, or you are in a season of being unemployed, or if you are in a season of poor health, or if you are in a season of mountaintop time, learn this. You and I can learn to have contentment in Christ. It's a lifelong process, and that gives me hope that as the stars that are called to shine, we, our star for Christ will grow brighter as we grow closer to him. So, no matter where you are in your walk right now, you are burning for Jesus. Your light might be dim, but I want to encourage you, it can grow b- brighter as you learn contentment in Christ. All right, saints, limp on towards the glory of Christ. I pray today's episode has blessed you. I am going to close us out in prayer. And until next week, stay strong, be bold, and rejoice in the Lord. Father, I want to thank you for today. I thank you that we are called to work our salvation together. We are called to become more and more like Jesus Christ. We are called to know more and more the joy that we have in knowing the Lord. Lord, I pray that you would help us today become the men and women of Christ that we are called to be. In your awesome name I pray. Amen.